midst of the four beasts. And I looked, and behold, a pale horse, and his name that sat on him was Death, and Hell followed with him. It's Friday, and you know what that means. Another episode of your favorite guilty pleasure, The Exiled Outcast. It's going to be a special episode because I want to punch Charlie in the head because of his ridiculousness. What's going on, boss man? Well, thank, well, thank you for that uh, vote of confidence. But uh, yes. Well, to be fair, we're off air, right? And like again, we don't hide anything from the audience. We tell them straight up. And we're talking... And I want you to tell these people what you did for yourself. Not not because of the holiday. I want you to tell these people. Because this episode is about the difference between a, a monogamous relationship, a regular relationship, whatever it may be, and friends with benefits and just being a hoochie or whatever. Tell these people what you did for yourself as a celebratory Friday night. Oh, yes, yes. It was right before Father's Day, and I was doing doing some things, seeing uh, seeing The Flash, which was really good. Which ironic because we have the uh, DC stuff in the background. Well, I, there's another reason they're going to call you the Flash. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like we, I got was like, okay, let me, let me, let me celebrate because I got to work the next day. So let me book a hotel room, nice suite at the Grand Hyatt. And I was like, I was like, yeah. let me do something. I've been trying to tell people do something that you haven't done in a while. So I decided to go to a strip club, and it was you, one of you, did, you didn't invite your buddy, good old big boy, huh? You didn't want to invite your good buddy, big boy. No, I think it was like ten. I don't even know if he was off that day. I said, if he, I said, if we we got into, if we got to. I probably would have invited him, but you know. But uh, but we uh, what do you call it? We I decided to go. I did have a friend with me go with me though, so it was it was, it was somebody went with me. I was actually waiting on him to pick me my ass up because we had to go to a specific place that, that we're both familiar with. Then I knew some of the women there because anyway, you, are, you you are the public transportation pimp. Yeah, that is true. So <laughs> after after that, we um, went there and all that, and was talking to one of the girls and know me pretty well, so they know certain days it goes on. And they're like, oh, you want to go back uh, to your place? I'm like, oh, even better. I got a hotel room at the fucking Grand Hyatt. And then she offered to bring a friend. I was like, I can't say. I looked at her. I was like, I can't say no. So I was like, okay. So was this my second or third menage a trois? I can't recall. Did this motherfucker really just say menage a trois? You're moving up in the world. You're no longer the, well, no, you'll always be the fat chick thriller. So. Oh, yes, yes. So I have to so yeah, that was basically what I did for my uh for my father's day, if you will. That was how I said, luckily, luckily, my like the main goal was not to not to uh make a or be a these girls new baby oh daddy. God, don't don't really, really, that's where you go with it. That's where you go. I knew but it. I not knew trying I to do that. Way, that's where I was gonna go with it. Huh? I knew you were gonna go there. Nope, nope. My goal was not to be another just fucking Yes, I'm still proud of myself. Uh, now 60, 60, uh, 60 women and, and have a father more than one, so I'm happy about that. I, I consider that accomplishment. The pull-out game is tight, ladies and gentlemen. His <laughs> no no diseases and no extra kids, to my knowledge. Unless pull-out pull out game is tight on this guy. 
Uh, unless they did and they didn't tell me. Then maybe I'm maybe I'm father of fifty three kids. I don't know. I'm like that one movie with Vince Vaughn, I think, where he where he had so many different kids from different states or whatnot. Was it Vince Vaughn? I can't remember. It movie came out a couple of years ago, like many years ago, where he was like, he found out he was like the father of like all these different kids. I was like, Jesus Christ! He he fucked with the child support. I tell you, he he be working eight jobs. Probably still what? Do, do, do you think about the shit that comes out of your mouth before you say it? Sometimes and then sometimes no. It just depends on the conversation. Welcome to the show, everybody. <laughs> we are here to talk about monogamy as well as poetry. Not poetry. He said poetry. Yes. Because he thinks it's a fucking art to be a whore. And in my and in my experience, it is quite quite an artwork. Oh, the artwork of sneaking out the fucking window that way you don't have or, or leaving bus fare on the fucking counter or what? That is true. Just like, you know, making sure like a girl says, oh, come over. Like, oh, yeah. Run, run to the nearest bus stop. Even it takes you 20 minutes to get there. I got to go. I got to catch the bus, babe. I'll see you in six weeks. I know that happened one time where literally, uh, I think it was like one <clears throat> midnight or 1 a.m. And there was no buses in, in my immediate area, but there was a bus that would go directly to this chick's place. But it was like a 23 minute walk. And you bet your ass I did, took that walk. What the fuck is wrong with you? And plus, it was great exercise. I, I, I shit. Well, we talk about this. You're a pretty bold guy, right? And yeah. like, like you'll, you've, you've taken shower videos and shit, your infamous shower video that everybody likes to imitate and shit like that. But, um, How you you know you're working on losing weight and this and that and how you haven't lost more weight with as much as you fucking walk to the bus and back and this and that I just it blows my mind. Probably because I've always told people I said I I eat the same I just I just walk like I walk a lot that's why I really like sometimes I eat like it's surprising what some people see how much I eat they think how are you not like this this way or the other I'm like because I keep like like if I go to CC's and have a buffet. I'm like, I usually, instead of being like the smart thing to do and take a walk from fucking the bus stop or, or taking the bus, which would probably take me five minutes to get there, said I'll take a 20-minute walk to that to that CC's when I don't have to, and then take a 20-minute walk back. Just, just again, just to, I did that the other day. I went to CC's, and then after I took about maybe 20-minute walk to go to Target, which actually I was at like 30 minutes because that was a long walk to Target. So... And that was for Super Mario 4K. So, yeah. That's the main reason why I always tell people. I say, yeah, I, like either I lose or I stay exactly the same. I never really gain anymore. Only times I gain is if I'm not doing anything. So, God forbid you get a fucking car. You're fucked. Yeah. Yeah, You're I know. You're a fat ass. I said I was like, I think I think the, the slimmest I was was probably in 20, 2016, 2017. I think that was probably the slimmest I was. And then, then they 2018, 2019, I kind of was getting a little more weight than, than the last last year. I've been, I was getting weight, I was losing weight. So it's kind of, it, it fluctuates. It fluctuates. But yes, yes, I do. I do a lot of times take uh, 
the bus is over there. Or sometimes a woman have to ride the car and they will give me a ride from that. So this, you is just, this is the thing that I've always thought. And as much as people talk shit, you do have these girls giving you rides back and forth. So to so people that talk shit about you and give you all kinds of hell, the dick must be good enough for, for at least a ride. They'll give you a ride to and back to the dicking. Oh yes, especially if they're if, if they're far away. Like I know people that are like probably I don't know, probably 20, 30 minute drive sometimes from their place to my place or whatever. Uh and um it's it, it's it's why it's well and, and like I said, it's e- it's easier if they plus I, I prefer the ride, just so that way I'm not, especially in this fucking heat where I'm not all sweaty by the time, you know, I'm uh, in there. Unless some chicks like to sweat beforehand. So, you know, there are some freaky ones who like to sweat. Or if you smell like chicken or popcorn, or if you just got off of work or something, you smell like. <laughs> I did have a chick once, once make a joke about, about so I told why she was inviting me over and I told her, I said, you sure? Because I smell like chicken. Because it was back when I was working at a chicken place. I was like, you sure? I smell like chicken. She says, well, I like chicken. <laughs> Again, uh, this is why you're the fat chick slayer. I was oh, like, good. I'll bring chick over, chicken over to you. I'm going to rub butter all over my dick. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, there was there was a chick chick one that was in the food play, but more so like whipped cream and all that shit. So it was basic stuff. I don't know if it would have been any more weird. If it was any more weird, I'd probably be like, eh. oh Jesus. <laughs> Deep fried dick, chicken fried chicken. Hey, baby, I'm coming over. I smell like chicken. That is the worst pickup line I've ever heard, and it worked. Oh. I know, surprisingly. surprisingly like, I, I, I'm, I'm, shit, I'm shitting you not. So am I. Like, I, I'm looked at by some people sometimes as a little sorry. So does my, my, my pickup lines are fucking pizza. I have nothing but love for you. I love you to death, but I will never look at you like a Lothario. I can't. I just I don't see it. You are probably – you look – um, you clean up very well, and I mean, no homo, but you're a very handsome guy. I'll give you that. But Lothario is not the first word that comes to mind when I think about you. I got, I got, like, and there are times where I'm still like shocked with, with certain women. Like, I got, I've told the story that what the one chick that, that I'll just refer to her as ten out of ten, in my opinion. And I remember when she was stalking my Facebook. I'm like. Okay, even I, even I know my limits on certain things. I was like, okay, this chick's, she she cannot be interested in me. And I was like, this chick, oh, I've been waiting for you to message me. I'm like, oh, okay, so that's where we're going. All right, I'll see where this leads. So, you know, but the benefit of that whole situation, my stock went up. So I was like, I was like, good. That was what, that was the biggest benefit of that whole thing. I had people that were, how I looked at it, how my league contacted me afterwards. I was like, fuck yes. I said, I've kind of, I've kind of graduated from the fat chick uh, slayer uh, somewhat to to uh, to at least a uh, modest uh, chick slayer. So you and I have talked about this, right? Like, And you know that, that I've worked in a certain kind of profession for a majority of my life. And in that profession, I've worked clubs. I've worked go-go rooms. I've worked shit like that. 
And so I've had an eclectic um, relationship status when, when it came to that. And so I've dated um, what you would call a little more robust women, super thin women, whatever it may be. And I, I, I don't know if it's because I've gotten older, because I have whatever the preference is. It, that, that doesn't really mean shit to me anymore. Um, I just, if I find, if I'm, if I click with you, I vibe with you. I mean, you know, Tara, she's the most beautiful woman in the world to me. And like I said, like, you know, but it's all, it's all about her. Right. I I don't know if you've ever experienced that or what I will give you credit for this. You just fucking love women. And I've tried to understand it. You know, it doesn't matter if they're thin or or heavy or, or, or black or white or, or brown or yellow or whatever it may be. You just fucking love to put your shit in a hole. And I, I'll never under fucking stand it. Like, I'm surprised that shit, you haven't blown it up or stuck it in the light socket or something. I, I don't know. You're just that guy. But it's not in like a degrading, nasty way. You you love women, not because you're a whore, because, but because you just love women. I don't get it. It's just, it's an anomaly to me. Well, well, and, and there were times, and I, I was actually talking to a friend of mine uh, yesterday, actually, about this. I was telling her, I said, because she always like uh, she always calls me whore. That's usually how it, you are a whore. <clears throat> and so I, I told her, I said, I said there are times where I were like I do like, or there was a point in time where I believed in monogamy, where I believed in you know that type of stuff, where I was you know. Um, and I even I've even said this to people. Where I talk about like simps and all that. I I tell I tell people I'm like I I give advice or I try to I try to um, deter people from being that because I was once one myself many times over. If I'm really interested in somebody, like that that's like my full divided attention, and and so it's a crux to me because I will focus. The only really thing I will focus more than that that individual will be work and family. Sometimes I'll blow off even friends, just be like, okay, if, I, if I'm going with her, I'm not going to talk to any of motherfuckers. I'm just going to be going there and having having fun and all that stuff. That's how I was a couple months ago, you know. But I guess in my head, I was beaten down by it so much, either either through going back to monogamy, you're cheating or distant or mental. Well, well, that's what I was going to ask you. Like, like starting out, right. You weren't always like this. You weren't always a guy who, who, you know, had a sexual conquest here and there. You were always, you know, there was a time when you were a monogamous guy. Tell me about that. Like your first real relationship, take us back to a young Chayton, you know, um, before all the extracurricular activities. Shit. That would, it would be, First actual relation was fourteen, because um, I had like long, like like there was basically long relationships until I would say twenty end of twenty eighteen would be like the last like I consider long relationship I had, and that wasn't even long compared to that. But so there was this chick I I was I was in. Um, FYE, I was 14. I was even like, I had no confidence. I had no, um, I was a lot heavier set. To be fair, I, I, would, I remember this, the photos from this. You had leather fucking pants. So yeah, I could imagine yeah. not having any confidence. Yeah, I was a lot heavier set, you know, and I, and again, like I nowadays, I feel like. I emphasize the leather pants. 
I, I well nowadays with the with my legs, I, I could actually rock the leather pants more than I did back then. The, the leather still... pants were it didn't matter about your weight. It mattered that you were wearing leather fucking pants in twenty in the two thousands. It's not gonna work. Did you not see Friends? Did you not see the episode of Ross wearing leather pants? Damn it! I like I, I think the first time I ever saw leather pants, I was not like wrestling related. It was Queen of Damn, Stuart Townsend wearing them on stage during the concert scene. And I thought that was so cool. That mesh shirt that he was wearing too. I want to always get that. One day I may may Hold may on. in fact get that. Hold but anyway, on. you know we're gonna go this far. Trips. Mm-hmm. Charlie, leather pants. <laughs> Yay or nay? Yes. Yes. Because if anybody can pull it off, it'd be Charlie. You think he of all people can pull off leather pants? Yep. Okay. Well, you, I guess you got one in your corner, right? And you know. There we go. There we go. <laughs> anyway. So like I was I was at FYE at Ingram Mall back when it was actually actually had physical media, but I was back then I was just getting CDs because uh, I didn't really upgrade to like a iPod or fucking I like you know the the, the I didn't upgrade to all that until like later on. So I saw a CD player two thousand nine. Um, so it was in 09, I was I was uh, I think it was right after Rob Zombie's Halloween two came out. So I was going to see. Rob Zombie, or I was wanting to get the soundtrack because I really liked, like, uh, one thing I've always liked about Rob Zombie was his choice of music in in his movies. And I was found, like, bands like MC5 with Kick Out the Jams and all this other stuff. So, so I was going to get that. So I see this chick, gorgeous, gorgeous girl. And I, and <clears throat> I'm just, again, not saying anything, not doing anything. I'm just kind of looking. And she starts talking to me. And, of course, again, back then I was a fucking – and to an extent, sometimes I still am, but I'm a complete mute. So I'm not saying anything and all that, or I'm, bar- I'm barely – I'm cracking. My voice is cracking because I wasn't used to – I said the book – I think the, the last time I got any type of action to that extent was when I was four years old when I was having two girls fight over me at a fucking uh, graduation thing for pre-K. Literally, I had a I, I I had a crush on one chick in pre-K, and then this other chick who I would always argue with and I would always bicker with. Then she saw me in a suit. Then she's like, "You're mine now," and it was just basically directing me where to go. And I'm just kind of following her. My mom's I'm looking at my mom, kind of like I, I like I don't know if back then I was like, "Help me," or I don't know what's happening, but I kind of like it. <laughs> so I was like, she was just basically during this chick was basically during mind you, four years old, four years old. So, so it, it should kind of like bickering back and forth. But she saw me in a suit. And it was like it was like all over. She was like we were. I guess she was already imagining our wedding in 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 ten in fifteen years or something. I don't know. Never heard from her. Never heard from those two again. That like I wonder what happened to them. Anyway, so she was telling. She was talking. Uh, we were just talking, or she was mainly talking, and then she told me basically because she was asking what I was looking for and I was telling her the Halloween 2 soundtrack and then she mentioned about like oh you like Rob Zombie and I told her yeah and she's like she said well she says Rob Zombie's a poser compared to this this guy she gave me a Marilyn Manson album I think it was his most recent album at the time which was the high end of low and so due to a beautiful woman recommending an album I decided instead of buying the Rob Zombie album I bought that Bought that album. Mom didn't like it when I brought when I brought it back because uh, she used to believe all the rumors about Manson, about the whole 
taking it part of his rib cage and, and sucking his own dick. Yeah, and all the weird stuff that he was that that all the urban legends about him. So she didn't like the fact that I brought up brought over a Rob or a Marilyn Manson. She barely liked that I liked Rob Zombie. But uh uh, when I got it, she gave me her number, and that was basically how we started talking. And I've said that she kind of molded me into where where I where I am today to an extent. And we were basically together. The other thing was she was, which also explain my taste in old women. I was fourteen; she was seventeen. Uh, so uh, we were basically date basically until I graduated. After I graduated, about maybe about maybe six months after we split up, but. It was a very. Why did y'all split up? Uh well, like with her, she wanted, uh, in her mind, she was a very satanic chick. And I'm talking like, like hardcore satanic, not this, not this bullshit type. You know the, all that. We even did like the. She was fascinated with me being Native American, so she did. We did the whole blood bond thing. Now when you cut the hand, yeah, yeah. And all that, but uh, she, I guess, she always wanted just the darkness of of me. But she saw the, but I guess my light, if you will, was too, was never went out. So she didn't see that, you know, and all that. And I was, I was just again, I was fucking at the time we broke. I was like, I just turned eighteen. I was like, fuck, you know, I can't, you know, I'm still kind of trying to learn who I am and all that shit. Um, we still see each other every so often. We still hook up every so often. I've said it's the only woman I hate and still love to, to an extent. We always find a way to go back to each other, but we, but I've, uh, but that's basically the close we, we've gone to. Yeah. After that, of course, I met someone else that I have very, another long relationship with during that period. Uh, that with, basically with, ended. With everything that's gone on in this channel, I doubt we need to go back and visit that fucking rodeo. Yeah, yeah, but. That, that that like uh, so at that time I was very also I smoked during my first uh, first relation that was when I first started smoking but I smoked periodically because she smoked then I stopped smoking then when I met the other person and I smoked again because it was kind I was still that little boy that shy little boy back then I really didn't go into my really the genesis of the of the um, whole phase was actually not even after. This that one in 2018. It was later on when I was with a. I waited. There's one chick I met in 2017 while well, still with somebody else, but I never cheated. I never had any idea of that. And she was a big wrestling fan, which at the time was hard to come by. Then we we started talking. I was thinking about breaking up with the previous person to go with her. Then then work out that way. We didn't talk for about a year. We connected in 2018. I basically was that guy who waited. I waited like eight months. Plus, it was good for me because I was in a self-imposed exile regarding not sleeping around or not being with anybody or anything like that. So we were together for fucking, I think, uh, we we finally got together around my birthday. And we were together for about, I think, five months. And then found out that she was cheating on me with the deli man at the place she was working at. <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't laugh. Oh, I know. I, 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 it's a funny, it's a funny one. So I, I, I don't, I don't, uh, and then, uh, 
kind of glad everything worked out because last I heard, she's she got married. So yeah, that, that we probably would have lasted long anyway if she, that's what she wanted and all she that. Married a, she married the deli man. No, she didn't marry the deli man, from my <laughs> understanding. Um. So after that, uh, really in 2019 was that was like the period where I was just like fuck it, and I would have a little your little short-lived relationships there or but primarily it was flames and it would be for people from here and it'd be for people from fucking near corpus i would literally drive all the way over drive drive all the way over here just for us to hook up and stuff so that was 2019 was like the beginning era of that so but there was okay, so so basically you started being a hoe because you were kind of in fucked up situations and i'm just gonna assume this maybe you can call me crazy you don't you didn't want to get burned again yeah. So you this is nothing to do with you being a whore. This is the same shy ass kid with a more boisterous personality who's just shy and afraid of getting hurt. Yeah. And oh, and we find out on the fucking exiled outcast that Charlie the fucking monster whore who's you know borderline Satanist and this and that, we find out in the last serious episode is that no, 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 there's a light in this guy. He's rather, you know, whether he wants to believe it or not, is a lot closer to God than he wants to put out there. And he's not a whore because he's a piece of shit. He's a whore because he doesn't want to get hurt. And, and well, and, and also, like, it was like, it, it's like, I, I was like, another person I was talking to yesterday, I was telling them about how I usually, I used to always cook for people, for, for women, even if it were short lived, I stopped doing that. I said, if I cook for you, that usually means I'm serious. I said, because I usually, because I take pride in my cooking. So therefore, you know, if I do, if I do that, you know, you got like, that means I, I tell it. The only person I cook for besides myself is my mother. That's really it. Otherwise, well, I don't cook for anybody the else. The thing is this, for all you ladies out there who are looking for a guy, this man, you know, what you should look at is how a man treats his mom. And this guy over here to my left treats his mom wonderfully. I'm not going to go into details, but you are a loving son. You make you bend over backwards. You love your mom and you're good by her. So anybody out there just letting you know, he's not just looks, he can cook. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but like, um, and, and a few times since from, uh, cause I, I'd say so my, I guess my flaw is that when I, do fall for some, I fall hard. So it's like, it's usually hard. It usually takes you a bit to pull, pull out of that once it's over with. So like, there wasn't really like, there was some periods where I was getting, or I was emotionally invested in somebody, but it wasn't until like a couple of months ago where I had somebody where I was like, you know what? I said, finally, I think I found somebody that I can, you know, I could see myself with in five, 10 years or what. I didn't care that she was like, Think eight years older than me and all that, and when that ended, uh, and, and there were some certain things and, and, and another flaw. Well, there were certain flaws of hers that probably could have become problematic that I was blinded to just because of that. And then once that whole thing happened, once it ended, I was like, "Fuck this!" I'm like, "I, I don't know if I can ever do that again." Well, let me ask you this, right? And I think, I mean, I need your honest opinion. Have you been in love before? A genuine, yeah. Tell me that is that the greatest feeling there is in the world? Oh yes. So, losing it is probably the worst feeling in the world, right? Yeah. 
But isn't it worth, even if it hurts, right? You got to feel that. You got to feel the greatest feeling in the world. Okay. Everyone knows that I'm, I'm divorced, right? We've talked about that, right? Yeah. But I will always say that my wedding day was one of the happiest moments of my life. Right? Yeah. No matter how much there was the, you know, the, the, the negativity that came from getting divorced, no matter how much, you know, um, animus came from the pain of, of splitting with that, someone that you loved at that one point, you still remember that that feeling can never be emulated again unless you replace it with something greater, a greater love, right? Yeah. So, and I'll say this, like, like I never thought I'd feel that again, but it was damn, I was willing to fight to get it back. I was willing to fight to, to you know, for someone to give me that. And I grab that now. I've never been happier in my entire life. I didn't know that it, it could be this good. Hey, look at you. <laughs> but, I, you know, and I look at you and I know that it's scary and this and that. And again, I know this is supposed to be about friends with benefits versus being monogamous and whatnot, but being the monogamous side of this, being the person that's on that side of, of, of being with that one person. I think that you need that. I think that, you know, I, I know that you recently were with somebody and it didn't work out. She was older. We talked about that, but nothing made, um, well, I'll just say this. There was supposed to be another guest on here with us. Um, extending wedding circumstances meant that he couldn't be on today, but that's fine. But I can, I think I can speak for him when I say there was nothing nicer than watching you talk about this woman that you were with because, you know, seeing you and how excited you got, I'm going to go see so-and-so today. Oh yeah. We stayed the night. Oh, we just, we watched movies all night, this and that. Um, but in the same breath, being mature enough to see the warning signs that this probably wasn't the right person for you, that, that takes maturity. I'll give you that. But you had that, and I know that you want that, and and I know that we we joke around and we call oh, Chayton's a whore, Chayton's this and that, but but you're not. I think that you're just afraid, with a lot of things, and and like I, you know we we you and I get pretty raw on this shit, right? We, we get yeah. pretty fucking we get pretty fucking bold and blunt, and I'm your friend, and I'm always gonna call you even if it is on a platform like this. I'm gonna call you on your shit, and no different than when we talked about religion. I think this is another case of you're putting this face on. And you're being what you think others want you to be sometimes. And I think you're also hiding from yourself. I think there's nothing in the world that you would rather have than that significant other, than that person that stays with you and you stay with them and you hold them at night and that you're with them and no one else. We joke about you, you know, the whore thing, but I don't think that's what you want. I think that, you know, I think that if we're having a debate here, which we're not, but if we were, I think you'd be right in the same corner as me saying that there's nothing greater than that one person that makes everything feel better. And I think that you want that. And I think you deserve that because you are a good guy. You know, all the bullshit aside, you are a good guy. And you're you're definitely a hardworking guy. And that all the time I've known you, you're either working or you're doing this. You know, we find time to do this because it's fun. But if it ever becomes a time that your work, you know, schedule does this, we're not doing it for, for you know, we'll, we'll, put, we'll, we'll go on a break or whatever it takes because you have to have time to do your job because you're, you're, you're a responsible guy. But at the end of the day, you want to be with somebody and you want your equal, not some fucking one night stand or some fucking floozy that comes to fly by night that wants you because you smell like chicken. No, you, 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 I think you really want that partner and I think you deserve that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the, like, um, it's also like, I, I will say like, you know, it, things are different in regards to how, how like I've told the story before about the whole Facebook day fiasco, uh, cause I was like, I was 
Like, oh, okay, let's, let's see where this goes. And, and and in my head, at the beginning, I wasn't looking for like just more people to add to a to a quota. But it just turned out to be like that because that's why I made the comment on people. I said, hey, if you if you're wanting to go on Facebook dating, and you see ten women saying not looking just to fuck or friends with benefits, nine of them are lying. And I said, I learned that from my own personal experience. And like. Like probably three girls actually I went on a date with before I actually did anything with them or a few dates. And that was nice. You know, it wasn't just like there was this one chick that uh, was really into. She was into horror again, older me and all that. We still, we still, um, we still talk. She's uh, just going through. So I'm actually a little thing when I've not been focusing my time on whoring around or, or working, I've been, going over to with her and, and making sure she's taken care of because she's going through some stuff right now. And you know how do you, how do you, how do you feel about her? I like I, I like like her, but also uh she ghosted me for a little bit with no explanation. Like, you know, uh she tried to say later on it was work related or let me, let me ask you this if you had to guess, why do you think she ghosted you? I I don't like honestly I don't know. Did it hurt? I, oh yeah, because I thought we were actually doing really well. We did you, did it was actually talk? the one chick that we went on a few dates before we did it. Plus, uh, it was it was just our first time meeting in person. It was we were going did you, to. Did you tell her that you want that you really were digging her? Yeah. Oh, she knew it. I was I was making that. Like, there was there was really no. No, no, no. But did you like boldface tell her? Not just assume that she knew, but did you tell her? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I'll follow up to that. Did you ever say, "Hey, you want to make a go of this? You want to like you and me?" I, I, I did once, and and we were just kind of still in the wait and see process of it. Which I was like, okay, you know, um, I, in my head, I'm like, okay, we date a few times we've hooked up a few times you know it's like we've, we've kind of gotten to well, you've been to my place i've been to your place and i said you're one of the only people i actually take to my place because usually i go to the others because i don't i like i usually say i that's usually a, that's a big deal i know that because like you're we, we've talked about it your personal space is very important to you and i get that we like when we came down there yeah we, we talked about that yeah, there's only a hand. Like, believe it or not, of, of of all, there's only a handful of people that have, of women that have actually come into my place, and usually, and usually people I feel some type of where I'm serious about them. Uh, like like the one like the one pre recently I was that's like and all that. Um, so like you know, and so she goes to me for a little bit. Uh, and, and she does work. She works. She's like a manager somewhere. So I, I got for a point, but I was like thinking a, te- a text could have been something because I because I, I still tried to message her. It wasn't like, you know, and it wasn't like she blocked me or unfriended me or anything. So it wasn't like anything to the extent. And I wasn't like messaging every day. Saying, hey, why are you ignore me? This, that, and third. But I was just checking up on her. And I always looked at it as like a text takes like, a, especially if it's just a couple of words saying, just really busy at work, still interested, just give me time or something. It's none of that. So I gave it about a month, and then I just said, okay. And then I, there's other chick goes messaging me, and I was like, okay, fuck it. I'm like, I'm, I don't, we're not, we've not labeled ourselves as together yet. I'm not hearing from you. It's other chicks interested, interested. So I wanted to do that. And then I heard from her after that, and I was like, okay. 
Okay. I said, I see you ghosted me, but then when I'm dating somebody else, when we never said we were exclusive or anything, if you told me that, then there would have been none of that. Or if we came to that understanding. So at that point, and also nowadays, I used to be a guy that would give someone multiple chances, especially going back to like a certain relationship. Um, but I'm usually a one chance person if they if they break a trust or break something like, you know, I I, I'm, I get very impatient if, if, if it comes to that extent because I was so patient beforehand or I was so patient before, like even before we even got together, yada, yada, yada. So I got to the point where I was like, okay, if you burn, if you burn me or something. But that, that, that comes to being jaded. Can I make an observation? Just yeah. So I, still, I think I know, know you pretty well. Like with, with as much as we talk and as much as like we've talked about our own personal lives, I still think there's a fear there. I will, I, I admire that you at a young, at this age, you know that your what your value is because even I, um, almost being a 40 year old man took me a long time to figure out what my worth was. And I'm still working on that. I think you get that, but I also think that that fear is going to hinder you. I also, like, I think that if you, you know, if you're, if you're looking to be with somebody, pursue that, you know, fuck the bullshit, fuck this and that, and, you know, put it out there. Cause you're a confident guy, whether you actually, I know you say you're shy, this and that, but you are, and you know what you bring to the table. You know, you're a hard worker. You know you're able to be a provider as far as that, and and you deserve to have a partner that's with you in that. What I would say is, you know, you know when they're a waste of time. You know, you you can tell five minutes in, and you, you tell me if I'm wrong, that the girl you're talking to or fucking around with is a waste of time. You can tell. Yeah. So I think that you should stop with that. I mean, it may stop your fucking <laughs> your intake as far as sexually, but. I think you should be looking for quality and not quantity. I think that you need to look for someone who's going to complete Chayton because I, I really believe you deserve that. I think, you know, I know this is this whole fucking episode is going into a whole fucking let's talk about Chayton's love life. But it, it, look, at the end of the day, you're the boss, right? You're the, sh the show's about you to some regard, I'd say. Yeah. And, and, you know, your hand has got to be in that pie, no pun intended. But I think that you deserve to have, you know, what's good for you. Fuck the bullshit. Fuck all the fucking, like, fucking around and shit. Uh, you know, I, you you should stop being afraid. And I think you should really, you know, hey, this is Chayton. This is who I am. Soul in a roll. This is me on a plate. If you like it, cool. If you don't, throw it back. But I'm going to find somebody that's worth my time instead of just fucking around all the time. No, and and, and that's the thing, you know. It's like, it's... um. Because there was really only, like, in the last probably, probably, like, three years, probably only been maybe a couple of people that actually, like, if, if things were, if things were different, or even if, 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 if the time came where it would be like, hey, let's finally give this a go, or something, a relationship or something, I would probably doubt, even, even uh, the girl I mentioned earlier with the court visit, like, me and her have always connected very well, um, the biggest thing that's always been a hindrance to us is just the fact that we live far away. Um, that's like the only thing I truly believe that if we were, if we actually were in the same town, like all the time, I said, there probably would have been a chance that we, and she actually found me through, um, through back in the old, old uh, YouTube days when I was talking about Midsommar and all that. That's basically how, and even back then, she was flirting with me. I was too oblivious for it. So I'm still, there are certain times I'm still oblivious to flirting. I'm not and sure so, 
We did talk. We, we we talked for a little bit of time. Now we're looking back at the message. I could tell she was flirting with me. So then it was a couple about maybe four months later. That's when she friend to be offended. We started talking again. That's where it led everything from there. But uh, it was funny. It was all over a Midsummer review, which is nice. But well, uh, let me ask you this: well, I'm not going to say. But did she have a, a job that she could transfer over to where you're at? She actually, yeah, yeah, she did try. Uh, there was there was a point where we were actually thinking about that. She's always said that if we that if she ever does, then then that could be a possibility. Which, but and all that. Let me ask but, you this: It takes look favor. Um, fortune favors the bold, right? So I would say if you really like her, and I mean it seems like you do, say fuck it. You know, have her come stay the weekend with you, or vice versa. Oh, we've actually, ironically, we actually discussed about that a couple, about a couple of weeks ago, actually, in in the comment section of Facebook. Really, we're fucking, you're ridiculous. Have a personal fucking conversation with this girl and fucking like. Do oh, that. I know that, but it was just, it was just we. Were, I can't remember what 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 sparked it. We were just you're such a fucking goober. I swear to God. We were like we were like uh, saying something saying about oh yeah I definitely need to come down there I need a I need to just. Uh, Cause she used to always go to different areas and all that. We used to fucking um, and all that. Um, but uh, yeah, it was it was a um, that was that, that's probably one of the only few. Cause there were there was some there was even one recently that I used to be like that towards. But then then um, one time I was with her for for a night and and she was just talking. Don't stop about her her ex. I won't go into any details. The dude's not a, not a good good person, and and I, I'm like, in my head, I'm like, I'm not even talking about my exes to an extent. I'm like, I'm like, it's like, are we gonna fuck? <laughs> I, I was at that point. I was like, so at that point, I just called. I just stopped. After, that was like the last time because I was like, I was like the set. Even if the sex is longer than hearing about the ex, I'm like, I'm like. At this point, the sex is not worth hearing about this person every fucking time. I'm she like, wanted, she wanted you to be her emotional tampon, basically. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm like, I don't, like even even that sometimes with I used to be that guy who would be there listening and be in the shoulder to cry on and all that. But he, but I said, I got to the point where I stopped just listening and basically being being that person, being like, okay. Uh, and I said, I said, I sound like a. a a dick when I say this sometimes I, I tell them I said I said I usually go over to them and I just I because again I used to be oh yeah like 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 this guy's not good or whatnot now I'm usually like okay I'm like has this guy changed I said no I said do you still want to be be with him yeah I'm like okay so if he if, if you love him even though he beats the shit out of you or does this or does that then by that definition you love getting hit because if he's not going to change so basically, what you should have done when she was talking, and this is going to be me channeling your my inner Charlie here. Should have walked up to her while she was talking and all that, and slowly put your dick in her mouth. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know which was worse, saying that or saying about you love like because because it's it's like I just, I I just never <laughs> understand. It's like why. I don't know about him, and I don't, and I don't know why he says this, and then I'll... I know, right. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I never under, like, I, I get, like, I always say this. I get it. Like, if you're, if you're in those, like, abusive relationships or whatever, I get it if you have, like, fucking, 
uh, shared income. You have fucking uh, real well, estate if together. You're trapped, if you're trapped, yeah. Yeah, you have. Yeah, you have. You have. You're married, or you have a kid, or something. I've been there. I. I get. I get. Well, to be fair, and I'm gonna just—I'm not gonna get too detailed. I had a, a friend that I work with, and um, she was married to a guy who would beat her ass. And the only reason she left—she had kids and everything—but the only reason she left is because her sister was in a similar relationship, didn't tell anybody, and her boyfriend killed her and left a suicide note, killed himself, and she realized, "Holy fuck, this is a thing," and then she split. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Like I always, I always. Say, like and and I and and a few things regarding what I just said, I get I get that sometimes it's hard to just do. And then also on the other hand, there are people who are like and I was at one point in time. I'll I'll say this. I was I was codependent. Right? Where, where, oh, yeah. Huh? Uh, no, I get that. Like, dude, like, and, and it's not just physical. It's emotional. Um, yeah. A lot, of, a lot of people don't know this. You know this. Uh, the trips knows this. When I was my ex, it, I was so codependent and and fucking emotionally fucked that I let my weight balloon up to five hundred and thirty fucking pounds because of it. Like I got huge, and all because I felt like you know I, trying to do everything for her. She went to McDonald's every night. Oh um, yeah. It just it just my like I said I I ravaged myself trying to please somebody who didn't love me. And like I said, it's fine, it's cool. I, I recovered from that, but I I, I have a different. I understand what being mind fucked is now. Like, yeah, I know, you know, and that's scary. But if you like, I, I don't. And going back to you, I don't think that you ever have to worry about that because you have a pretty good head on your shoulders as far as knowing your value and knowing what you bring to the table. And again, going back to this girl, like, I, I if you feel, and I'm just, I'm not gonna, you don't have to answer this, but if you feel that you could love her, if you feel like there's something there, I would suggest spending a weekend with each other at her place, your place, whatever you feel comfortable with. You know, getting a feel for how you two are in an enclosed space for more than a couple hours and what the conversation is like. If it, because like there's, there's something to be said about when you're not together and you're just texting one another, there's a different conversation there than to be said, hey, now we're oh, in the yeah. same, we're in the same fucking room. Let's see where we go here. You know? Oh, but yeah. I was talking about, I was talking to a friend of mine. Uh, she recently got engaged a couple months ago and, she was telling me about wanting to get out of her parents' place and move in with, with her fiance and all that. And I, and I told her, I said, I said, cause I was telling her, I said, see, you're doing everything right that I did. I said, cause I said, I said, you've been with the person for a long time. I said, you didn't, you're not getting married probably for the reason of, Oh, got knocked up or this, that, and the third, you didn't jump into everything quickly. You, you're in that. I said, the true test is when you all move in together. I said, because then you're not just seeing them on the weekends or seeing them on a specific day, whatnot. You're seeing them on that, like basically every day. And so I, t- I was telling her, I said, I said, and she's like, I think she's 20. And so I told her, I said, I said, see, you're doing everything that I should have done and, I, and all that. So I said, I applaud you for that. Uh, again, see, I'm not, I'm not, uh, to the people who probably think I just, I just try to get anybody's chance or what, or don't give no, it. Like, no, no, no. Like the thing that, uh, like uh, what other people don't know, you're not that person. You're not trying to take people's girlfriends. You're not trying to do that. Oh yeah. Like, like, I still I, like, like, believe it or not, I still have respect of that, of that nature regarding, regarding, um, let me, let me get, let me get straight up real with people for a second. When we went, when I went down to see you, right. Trips and I came down there. And I, you know, I, we, we ate at Cheddar's and my guts just got torn up. 
you were out talking to trips for like a good 45 minutes because I was in the bathroom. And, you know, we, 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 we took you home and she's like, we talked about y'all's conversation and this, and she just said that you were nothing but a gentleman. And I like, like, that's one of the reasons like you and I are as close as we are is because you know, that she's like the most important thing in the world to me. And you yeah. showed her so much fucking respect. No, no, like no backhanded kind of flirtation kind of shit. You were just really sweet, really kind, really respectful. Y'all talked about your life. She said that you asked about her stuff and y'all literally had a, great conversation and like again like you're a good person and as much as you like again you play the role sometimes of you know hung man charlie or whatever and and it is what it is but you're you know at, at your core you're fucking chayton long who's a really good guy who's just trying to figure his shit out you're not perfect and but you don't claim to be perfect yeah so like, and so again i i sometimes i feel like you and everything you've been doing lately, I applaud. And I want to make it clear. I don't, I've never told Chayton what to do, how to think, what to wear, what to do with his channel. This is all him. Now, have I had opinions? Absolutely. And I've never shied away. Does he always agree with my opinions? Fucking absolutely not. Yeah. But in the same realm of you doing what you're doing and shedding the skin of the, the, the ghost of Hangman Charlie, I think that maybe you should shed the ghost of being a whore because you're not a fucking whore. You're just a guy who's trying to find, you know, his place. And I think you'd like to find a queen to fucking be beside you in that in that place. You know, you like I said, you've done, you've come so far, right? And one of yeah. the big, one of the biggest fucking attributes of Hungman Charlie is, and I say that fucking to be facetious and a joke about it, but was that he's a fucking whore, right? The character Hangman Charlie is a whore. Yeah. Yeah. Is I'm gonna ask you point blank, is Chayton Long a whore? I wouldn't say so, no. Is does Chayton Long want to be with somebody one day and settle down and just live his life with them? Yes. So maybe move towards that. Because like again, we are what we eat, right? We are we you know we we, we there's something to be said about uh, manifestation. And, you know, if you start manifesting yourself as who you really are, maybe that manifestation will turn into something more pure and real and you'll find that other half. Just, to, again, we're just having a live conversation and putting theories out there and, and ideas. Oh, yeah. And, and that's the thing, you know, with, with everything. It's like uh, regarding regarding all of it, like uh, like there like there I've always said there are the periods where I want like where I look. And not just look for, you know, what's what's my next bag, you know, and all that stuff. Um, and and like uh, there there are there are like people that I I would or I could see myself with in a long longer lasting uh, sense of things. Um, and sometimes it's like you know it's like that's like why I tell people like you know. Like my friends know by like I always say this. My friends know like the persona or the legend or the or the myth or whatever. I said the people that don't really see that see that side or anybody I'm actually interested in. You know, I got my conversation with with one person. One chick could be is incredibly different than another one. One chick I could be like, "What are you wearing?" You know, I like to I like to put my salsa in or something like it. We'll just go back and forth with the type of stuff. Then another one's like, oh, I'm sorry, sweetie, or uh, I hope you're having a great day or something like that. It's like different, different toes. That basically tells tells who, who I who I don't look at anything 
anything more than a fling and then who I may one day look but, at. And I, think, I think to to like jump on something a little deeper, I think that is a sign of duality. I think you are fighting with Charlie in your head. I think Chayton is fighting with Charlie constantly. And I think that Charlie is fighting his ass off because he realizes this, this may be the end because Chayton's taking control. Oh my God, you're making me seem like I have split personality disorder. Well, I mean, the, 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 to some regard, right? Do, tell me if yeah. I'm wrong. Do, do, do you battle sometimes with that? Do you battle with? I, I battle with myself, yeah. So I think that, that there's something to that. I think that I've told you before, like beyond the fucking YouTube shit, beyond the social media, beyond the fucking uh, like us doing exiled anything, beyond uh, the character you are and other streams, beyond that. I know, I think, in my heart of hearts who Chayton Long is, and I like Chayton. Chayton's a pretty interesting fucking guy. He's really smart, has a love for movies at a second to none, analyzes things, you know, and is a really intelligent guy who suffers from some fucking um, uh, disorders and shit like that, you know, but he fucking, he keeps a fucking, he handles it pretty, you handle it pretty well, right? We, we've talked, you have Asperger's, yeah. and it's fucking a pain in the ass, and, and to, so for people to understand what Asperger's is, you don't have a filter. Like where I have something that says, yeah, you probably shouldn't say that. You don't have that. So you have to fucking twice as hard work on trying not to offend people, but you're going to fucking say what you're going to say because you don't, it doesn't click. Oh shit. And we've talked about that counting, you know, let me count to 10 before I respond because I got to think about what I'm about to say. Cause it might Oh click. yeah. Like I've always said that like, like I would probably with, with a lot of stuff goes on on the internet, if you will, I'll say it like that. I said, I said, I do that almost every day when I feel like, you know, there's like, if there's something that need to be said or something, I'm like, I like, if it, I, I said, and usually nine times out of 10, the good part wins over that, you know, the Jekyll and Hyde thing. Well, where, to tell everybody again, to show a, a break another layer down and just show how hard you've been working on this. Um, you and I've talked about this. Like when you first asked me about, we, we as, as we've been coming, we, we became close. You would ask me, do you think I should say something about this? And I'm like, absolutely not. Fuck no. Because you were like, even you were like, you've noticed that maybe I shouldn't say this. You are not the guy that's trying to fight everybody anymore. You're not. You're yeah. not the guy who's like, and we talked about this, saying that you owned anybody and shit like that. In fact, you hit you come you've come up with a whole nother ideology that no one owns anybody. I mean, they're still here. If they're still fucking here, who did you fucking own? Who'd you bury? You didn't bury shit. And that was you coming up with that, not me. That was you like taking control of a situation and saying, hey, so to bring this back full circle, I think that Chayton is fighting with Charlie and Charlie's realizing that he doesn't have what it takes because he's all fucking smoke and imitation and mirrors. And Chayton Long is the real fucking deal. Hangman Charlie. Yeah. You know, when he had a group of people behind him, when he had a fucking big fucking boisterous fucking band of people fucking kissing his ass. Yeah, that's when he was a big deal. But when he fell on his ass and everybody was fucking giving him shit and nobody had his back, he wasn't shit. And it Chayton picked up Charlie. Chayton fucking started running with the ball again. Now, where's Chayton's just desserts? And you know what? If Chayton can do it by itself, why do I need fucking Hangman Charlie? I, I know I'm rambling, but does that make sense? Oh, no, yeah, no, I get you. Like I said, Chayton doesn't need fucking Charlie. Chayton doesn't need fucking me. He doesn't need fucking anybody. Chayton can do his shit on his own. And if we're lucky enough to roll along with the fucking party, cool, great. I'm, I'm happy to be on board. But at the end of the day, Chayton's a lot stronger than fucking Hangman Charlie, you know, 
thanks to Charlie for, you know, bringing a lot of shit along. Thank you, Charlie, for doing this and giving you the confidence you needed at a point when Chayton didn't needed it, when Chayton needed fucking some assistance. But I think, you know, hold my beer, Charlie. Chayton's going to do it now. That's that's how I see it. I mean, if, if you see flaws in that, please let me know. Oh, yeah. It's kind of like, and one day we'll be talking about this, it's kind of like the the Tyler Durton Jack situation where Tyler was basically trying to do, basically had everything that Jack did not have, you know, the confidence and all this other stuff. So, so like, that's a good, like, um, comparison I, I could use for that. Absolutely. Uh and 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 also regarding like certain people like you know in my life at that time that were either good or bad influences depending on, on who you would ask you know plus like back then I didn't have I I had a, a small circle I didn't have like a but even then I didn't have like people like that I could talk to I I even during my I'll just say my marriage I didn't have like that person I could go to. For advice, besides, like for example, my mother, I didn't have somebody I could go. But also, uh, the other one had my mother to go to for advice. So we kind of went drank from the same well, if you will. Yeah. So like, I didn't have that outside person who was, who maybe have experienced certain things or seen, interacted, who would have an unbiased opinion or whatnot that I could go to, be like, hey, I need your advice on something. You know, now, now, like a days I have that with people like you or even even uh, phenomenal one and all that, who I've always said is who, I, 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 I said me for maybe six years ago, would be like, why would you take some advice from somebody that's younger than you or something? But now I kind of look at it that he's far more get show some love to him for a second, far more intelligent of his eight of his years. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Like uh, he's like I, I've I've said that of, of a lot of people that I've met on here, he's probably one of the better because, like again, another person that will tell me my shit, like tell like call me on my shit, and all that, and not afraid to. We'll see. Like, that, that's the whole thing with that. And I know we're going long, but that's fuck, it's episode ten. Well, whatever. Yeah, you know, it's it's the tenth episode. Kind of, I'll kind of, well, but like, I kind of looked at it, like there was, I guess, I guess to some people there was this like. Aura, like I guess they have a charm where they were afraid to speak up, and and, and also it, it could go with other people too, where there where people are afraid to speak up. And I'm like, I'm like, if they're really your friend or if they really care about you or whatnot, they will tell you what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong. And if you're fucking, if you're fucking a hundred bitches and all that stuff, and you're fucking and and, and the, you're just, you're just kind of sitting there dry humping a pillow because you can't get any. Like luckily, I've never gotten to that part. I'm not to the point where I'm like, man, I haven't had sex in two days. Fuck. I'm not, I'm going to start dry hold my pill because I need something to fuck. Well, you know? I'll say this and like to go, shout out to Phenomenal. He's a, he's an amazing yeah. guy. To fuck. I call him, he's a man. Let's be real. He's a 20 year old yeah. man. Like, he's not a little boy. He's a grown ass man. And he's better than most of us because he walked away from a lot of this shit and no one seemed to notice. They, you know, well, I've done this. I've done, yeah. Did you really walk away? Because phenomenal. Paige fucking Shaw fucking did it. And he fucking did it with class and dignity. And then he he left on his own terms saying, this is how I feel. If you don't like it, go fuck yourself. Drop the mic. I'm out. And, and like I said, he's a bad, Paige is a badass guy. I mean, yeah. A, a, a fucking awesome guy. That being said, um, I quoted a movie to you recently. I was driving to work and I was trying to explain to you 
you know, the way I look at things. And it was like the best because we're, we, you know, we're talking about exiled entertainment and stuff like that. And it was from the movie Braveheart. Do you remember the quote I was telling you? Yeah. Okay. So in the in the movie Braveheart, William Wallace is his first conversations with Robert the Bruce, who is technically, in all honesty, that he was supposed to be the rightful king of Scotland. And he says, "So William, come talk with me." And they're walking. He goes, "I respect what you said." And he said, um, "William looks at him. He says, people don't." Uh, he goes something about titles, and uh, William looks at him and says, "People don't respect titles; they respect courage." And he, during the conversation, Robert Bruce says, I'm not a coward. And William looks to him, and I've told you this because this is how I feel when you and I talk. Noble or common, people respect you. And if you would just lead them to freedom, they would follow. And so would I. I, I know that I have pissed a lot of people off, and I've always tried to be honest. And I want people to understand that this... This man I talked to next to me is my friend. And he gave me opportunities when other people didn't. He had my back when other people didn't. And we had a falling out and we're back and we're cool. And I I try to be there as much as I can. But I respect him. And if anybody here thinks that he's not running the show and that this is not his baby and I'm just honored to be here, you've lost your fucking mind. I am friends with Chayton Long. I was friends with Hangman Charlie for a long time. But Hangman Charlie was was not the best person to to Chayton. Hangman Charlie was very selfish. Hangman Charlie, um, for all in all honesty, only thought about himself and Hangman Charlie um, burned the candle at both ends. And so Hangman Charlie is pretty much on live support right now. Chayton had to pick up the ball. I got in contact with Chayton. I never contacted Hangman Charlie. And, and, And as far as Chayton goes, Chayton has been nothing but honest with me respectful he has apologized for the for the misdeeds and the sins of hangman charlie and it's time for him to stop being punished for everything that charlie did and i know this is gonna this sounds crazy right it sounds like fucking duality it's like a slipknot song yeah Yeah. but the truth of the matter is the guy that you see coming on here and we've talked about it y'all you had that project that you were going to do and, you know, for reasons you decided you didn't want to do it. And I told you from the jump, if it's something you really want to do, man, do it and do it to the best of your ability. Right. Yeah. And I, I didn't agree with it, but I told you that, look, man, I, I support whatever you want to do. You came to me and told me that there were some things and you didn't feel like that was the direction you should go in. And I supported that because you're not that person anymore. Going back and talking about these relationships and shit. I think that's probably maybe the last little piece of snake skin you need to shed. I think that, you know, you finding you involves you dropping the moniker of being the whore. I don't think you're a whore. I think you're just a good guy trying to figure it out and you're afraid to get hurt. And is that a fair assessment? No, and I agree with that. You know, I mean, if, if anything, I would, like I'll quote with CM Punk, right? If, if I tell me when I'm telling lies. Yes, yes. So, like I said, and that's how I feel about the whole stance. I know we're going long, and I'm sorry, but I just I wanted to. Establish, oh no, that's good. That's good. I wanted to establish that. Like you, you, this is all you, right? Like I, like I tried way back when to make some change and this and that, but I wasn't good enough. I, that's just what it is. I didn't have the, I didn't have the, I guess hookswa or the moxie or whatever it was, and it sucked. But you do, and I support you. So. You're the boss, and I'm with you, and I'm I'm at your side, and I'm here to give advice, and I'm here to be. 
your partner and your confidant, whatever it may be, whatever you need me to be, I'm here. So if it means like, you know, behind the scenes or on here or whatever it is talking about, you know, the, your opinions on women and what you think about this girl, or that girl or how I feel about it. But you also, like you said, you have an army of people behind you. Like Trips loves you. She's if you need her, right? If you need her, she'll, she's a phone call away. Paige yeah. loves you, and you have plenty of people that are here. But you're whenever you're ready to make those moves, we're ready to fucking be back there with you. Because, like I said, if you would just lead them, they would follow, and so will I. Yep. No, I uh, and and I appreciate that new. No idea how much I always appreciate that. But yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it is something that like, cause uh, like it was funny also, I guess I'll end it with this. Like the times where I have been in things and you, you said it earlier, like uh, even people would notice it where they would talk where they would um, say, oh, this is not the usual guy I'm usually you sin. That's like I even that tell one of my friends like don't call me whore anymore. I I I'm I have uh, my whore days have gone gone away for a little for that time period and then and then after after the whole thing ended they'll say like, okay call me again I don't care because <laughs> it was just like it was just like that that fucking period where all that and then and then like uh, then plus like uh, like it's it's like it's like. It's like uh, then my goal, I, I had a goal since I was younger to get to 50, and I got to 50, and I was like, okay. It was funny because I thought that would be, like, for a little bit, I was like, oh, I'm satisfied. I got to the 50th, per and plus it was perfect because the one I was dating at the time was the 50th. So I was like, oh, good, that'll be the, that will be the um, the end of the road, you know, and all that. that that's, and, and then after that, it was kind of like, okay, where to go now? You know, I kind of, I kind of went like egotistically. I was like, "Oh, I can go to 100." But I was like, I was like, I got to 50, and I didn't feel it. And then even going forward, I didn't feel anything. You're not even filling up the cup anymore. You're just there. You're filling a void, an empty. It's an empty place. Uh, yeah, and I even said that like a couple of, um, I think a couple of streams ago, I mentioned something about that because I was talking about that. That, you know. The filling the void of, uh, I guess, belonging or something. I, I like, uh, I guess, I guess, you know, uh, not belonging and like someone there. Uh, cause there, like, there, there was even times where, you know, even, even if I wasn't like feeling it, you know, and all that, with not, not with the person just feeling it like that, you know, and all that, but I'd still truck along cause I was like, you know, I don't want to. Cause then, then I'd be mad myself. I didn't sat like please the other person. Well, cause love is not just a physical act. It's a state of being. It's a mindset. It's, it's yeah. Everything It's like the air you breathe, the food you eat, the water you drink. It's it's the, the, like I said, you said you felt it before. Like it's the greatest feeling that you could ever have and losing it is the worst pain you could ever suffer. And again, I'll let you close it out. You're, you're the boss. But like I said, like, I think it's time. I think it's time that you, it's it's nice to finally have people see who Chayton is, and I hope that they really enjoy him as much as we have. Yeah, and I guess one final thing I'll say before I end it is that uh, what do you call it? They uh, out of sixty now, sixty probably only five or six were of like in 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 my heart actually were people that actually mattered to me. 
And I mean that like as in either people like that I loved or people that I actually because even my first one, I, I don't sometimes I don't even know if I was really in love with it just because of the fact that I was so quote unquote starstruck and all that. But I'll end it with this story, the last relationship I was in. Just to tell just a kind of a more of a funny thing where I was uh, I've never I've never talked I've never talked about this publicly. Because you know it would bruise the it would bruise the ego and, and hurt the 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 uh, drinky drinker and all that stuff. So I was I was go I was going to I was going to the bar to meet her for the first time, and we talked on the phone. We talked. We texted. We dirty talked. All that stuff. So we, so we were very comfortable with her on the phone or texting, right? Seeing pictures of her and all this other stuff. So I was like, you know. So I was while I was coming, while I was getting off of work and going over there and all that, I was all gung ho, had my nice shirt on, all this other stuff. I was I basically got two sets of clothes. I have my work clothes and I change into my my other clothes. So I'm 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 getting out. I'm pumped. I'm excited. I'm confident and all that. Then and and then I'm trying to find her at first because it was packed in the bar. Then I finally see her, and I lose. Like it's like my confidence and everything flushed down the toilet because I could not say a damn word at the beginning, just because it was different seeing her in person and all that. So I go over to the bartender and I asked him, "What's the strongest drink that could get me drunk quick?" Because I'm like, I know I'll be able to be fine once I drink. And they're like, "Oh, the hurricane." I'm like, "Okay, give me a hurricane." So I drink, I chugged at you. I'm fine. Then she gets me a second one. And so I I drink part of it. Then then her friend, we were about to leave because the bar was closing. We were about to leave. I think the drink was half half full. And her friend telling telling oh you should drink. She bothered you that one. You should drink it. So me not wanted this one. I drank the whole fucking thing. I chug it all that. We get the Uber. I'm feeling like shit. I said I was one. I was either I was either one step away from passing out, throwing up. Called the Uber. Shout to the Uber driver too, because he was a sport. Uh, and I started. I I was like trying my damnedest not to throw up, not to throw up, not to do anything. And I just was like I couldn't hold it anymore. Luckily, the Uber driver was able to open the side door, even on the highway, because I drove a few times. Did it? Gave me a bottle of water. So again, shout out to the Uber driver. <laughs> gets a bad rap, but that, that guy was a sport, especially at two in the fucking morning. But anyway, but uh still got still still at the end we, we did we did get it on. So even the throwing up didn't bother didn't bother her. But yeah, that was that was basically two hurricanes. I, I tapped out at that point. I didn't even drink I had I bought a fucking six pack for us to drink and she drank more than I I only gave that guy drank anything after next that. time we come down that we're going drinking, by the way. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. Uh, but yeah, that that was that that was the story. So that's one reason why I try to ease ease all my drinking in terms of like all that because I was like the one time I didn't handle it because usually I'm pretty good at handling my alcohol, my liquor, but I was the emotions, the fucking just chugging it, you know, trying just to make sure, yeah, I can talk to you now, baby, you know, all this other stuff. <laughs> Like luckily it didn't deter anything, so that was the one good thing. But still, it was like that was that was a that was like a, a moment that that uh, some people still like. I'll still uh, like she even later on she's like we're we're not getting hurricanes again. 
I'm like, yeah. <laughs> She's like, you can't handle your liquor. I'm like, I can. I just don't. I, I take peers where I don't drink. You know, used to be where I drank a lot more and I would freaking, you know, I could handle it. But now I'm like, okay. I would have been like, fuck you. I had, you drink two hurricanes. Yeah. And chug and chug the last one. See how that takes you. But yes, uh, but yeah, that that was the that was that that's the uh, funny story about how I couldn't handle my liquor for for one for one night. But yes, so next week we are going to be talking about something that is uh, for a anybody who's been on technology and of course who's always made jokes like I have about Skynet taking over. We are going to be talking about AI. And, and the idea that one day we could be vaporized and replaced by machines. Or we're all getting sex bots. Well, we could get both. We get sex bots, then we get vaporized. Death one by day I become self-aware. Death by schnoo schnoo. Oh, yes, yes. They just close. While we're fucking the, 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 the sex bot, it just closes its trap. And there goes our willy. Wait, do you see that RoboCop video I sent you? Okay. Sorry. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to interrupt anyway. anymore. This, this has been the House of Chayton and Dan, and we will see you all next time. Set on him was death, and hell followed with him. <laughs>